Historically, men have been the providers for their families. As times evolved, this role have seen shifts and, of course, overlaps. But I think deep down, the rooted expectations of men still lingers. I think that's fair to say. With increasing career demands, many men feel that the need to choose between family and personal health is getting a very difficult choice and quite often to their own detriment. Today's episode of the podcast, we delve into this a little bit more and how we can rectify it. Meet your host, Andy Naylor. Andy is a men's physique transformation expert, competitive physical champion, and a multi-six-figure business owner who has helped thousands of busy, high-achieving men get into the best shape of their lives and reconnect with their inner alpha. On this show, Andy is going to share with you his playbook on feeling healthy again, avoiding the common pitfalls successful men fall into, dropping 20 to 30 pounds of fat, and building a physique you can finally be proud of. And the transformations aren't just physical either. You're going to learn how meeting your personal goals will help support your professional achievements, giving you that true alpha mentality. Let's go. So, Alphas, welcome back to the show. Brand new episode. This episode begins what will be a, a relatively short but hopefully insightful series into families and our own personal health and wellness. Because I think it's fair to say after all the consultations, the thousands of them I've had, families, spouses, children, all play some role into possibly where we end up with our own um, health and wellness. Sometimes that's to the positive. More often than you would realize that's possibly to the negative. So today we're going to delve into this sort of compelling topic. Um, really, it's, I would say, why and how many successful men maybe even use their families as an excuse to not prioritize their own health and fitness. And yes, that's what I hear a lot. Or it's what people think is happening, what they believe is happening in their own personal life. Their, their family to them takes priority over themselves to the point where they might even allow their families to unknowingly sabotage their health. Okay. Now, this isn't to point fingers, but really a hope to try and explore maybe some of the underlying motives and societal pressures that men feel in the modern world um, that's leading to what I find, which is mid 40, the majority of who I speak to, mid 40 um, age and beyond men, um, hyper successful, but in a really bad place in terms of their own health, wellness, maybe even mental and psychological health, far more than you realize. So let's delve in. So I think our society in many ways still equates a man's worth to his capacity to provide. I'll read that again, right? Our society in many ways still equates a man's worth to his ability and capacity to provide. And with the current pace of life, which, as we all know, is just speeding up, this then, I think, becomes a trade-off, okay? Time with family, professional success, uh, or personal health. Like where, th Those are three major plates to spin. Time with family, that could be young children, that could be partner, spouse, whatever. Professional success, okay? The feeling of success, moving forward, financially, growing a business, so on or personal health. I can tell you out of those three, which one immediately gets sacrificed. Immediately. Too often, 
what I see on the calls that I do is I speak to very successful people and it's not just men. It's not just men. I speak to mostly men, but this, this kind of covers across both genders. Very successful, and I mean very successful individuals. The sort of people I speak to for the majority are either CEOs of their own company or they're very high up in someone else's company and it's, you know, their the, the companies are doing million pounds in revenue. They're successful. They know what they're doing. They're also nurturing um, a young family but in, and they're doing a great job of that. But then what they're doing is sacrificing themselves along the journey. And somewhere underneath all of that, their family is the excuse or work is the excuse. But quite often it's, it's a family excuse. And what then happens, it becomes a bit of a guilt game, right? It becomes a bit of a guilt game. Many men experience guilt over taking time for themselves over their outward responsibilities. Many men experience guilt over that, right? Not, not, not looking after themselves first. I, I'm as if they're not as important as the outward things. Now, I get that. That's very noble, right? But it's a zero end game, right? I hear this on consultation calls a lot. Um, and you'll know it's like on the, on the surface, it's noble. I'm prioritizing my family over a gym session. In other words, the, there's no possible way that a singular gym session can be more important than seeing little Johnny play football at school. Right. Because little Johnny's only going to be little Johnny for so long and able to have his dad or his parents come along and watch him play football. Suddenly that period of their child's life will be gone. So it, it's noble. Right. It's I'll put these things that I want to do to the side for now while I'll spend time with my children. Right. See, it's a difficult situation. Right. But deep down, I think this narrative to some degree needs to be challenged. OK. Um, because really, by foregoing your own health, okay, ultimately, you might be cutting short the quality of the quality and the quantity of years you could be spending with your family. And you won't realize that until it's too late. It's the illusion of immortality, right, which many successful people have. I'll be fine. There's a perception that men are strong, robust almost invincible, certainly very successful men, okay? They exude self-esteem, self-confidence, and a degree of immortality. In other words, everything they touch turns to gold, and they're absolutely amazing, and nothing's ever going to come along and affect them. <laughs> so the illusion of immortality is insanely dangerous. It ultimately then leads to neglect, neglect of the self, health, wellness, stress, sleep, all these things become neglected. And the individual's just thinking to themselves, yeah, I'll be fine. I'll deal with that later. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. We'll always also call that procrastination, right? Procrastination is the dream killer. You avoid that at all costs. So ultimately, this is happening when in reality, health can decline rapidly if not maintained. When I talk to a lot of people, I'm like, where would you be in 10, 20, 30 years time if nothing changed? And they're like, oh, you know, I'd be in the same place. Really? In 10, 20, 30 years from, say, 30, 40 upwards, if you didn't do anything different than you're doing now, you think you'd be in the same place. Good luck with that. There's going to be a decline and it's going to happen faster and sharper than most people realize. OK, so the amount the amount of uber successful people I talk to. Yeah, they're basically in their mid 40s and upwards, hugely successful business wise. And what happens is, is the point that generally when I speak to them, they've suddenly woken up and realized their health is poor. Something is wrong and they need to make a change. 
quite often they are 40 to 50 pounds overweight. They think they're about 15 to 20 pounds overweight. They still think they're a, uh, a collegiate athlete when that was 30 years ago. They're now overweight, a couple of double chins every now and again. Their sleep is horrific. Their stress is through the roof. They are fully, fully sedentary pretty much every day. They've got awful food habits. They've, they, in terms of stress, they've lost the barometer of where their stress is. Now, what I mean by that is they've been, more often than not, highly stressed for such an amount of time that they now no longer know where high stress even is anymore. They're like, yeah, you know, I deal with stress really well. And I can tell by looking at someone, I, you really probably don't. And I can also tell by understanding their sleep habits and just everything else about their life. And when someone says to me, you know, I run a, I don't know, a four billion turnover company and I've got God knows how many uh, venues of where the business takes place and employees. But there's no way that person's not walking around with the inherent pressure on their shoulders. You can't get away from it. That is the responsibility of both. It's a privilege and a responsibility to be able to run companies like that. But heavy is the crown. Okay. So I think the main, the main reasons that we see this happening, one is uh, the high levels of stress and responsibility. E executives of all C-suite VPs, presidents, whatever, you, you know, all the fancy names of, of, of job positions, executives often bear the weight of the company's success or failure on their shoulders. Right. There's also long hours. Most execs are working. For, <laughs> there is no standard work week for someone running a business. It doesn't exist. If it does, well done. But there is no balance. Super success. When people say you got to have a work life balance, I can tell you for super successful people running and driving businesses forward, there is no balance. It doesn't exist. It might do for little moments, but ultimately it doesn't exist. There's often quite a lot of travel. Travel can disrupt sleep, patterns, habits. Uh, eating, exercise, right? Big issues there. Um, the always on culture, right? Phones, you can't get away from it. Emails, you can't get away from it. The expectation to always be available and the, um, you know, the inability to disconnect really contributes to burnout, really contributes to ill health. And then also just prioritizing work over health. Many executives are prioritizing their jobs, their careers over their health possibly because of passion to do the job, because most people high up in these levels have an inherent passion and drive to want to be in that position. So they, they kind of enjoy it, right? It's, it's enjoyable. Like the stress, the pressure, the adrenaline, it can be enjoyable. But at what cost? At what cost? Alphas, I interrupt this show with a simple message. This show is here to benefit you, and your progression to the best version of yourself. But not only just you, it's also here to benefit the people around you, your loved ones, your friends, other alphas in your vicinity. So why not do a really cool thing today? Something that I would thank you for and maybe someone else would. Share this podcast with at least one other alpha out there who you know would benefit from it. Why not share the information, share the ability for someone else to grow? I'm sure they would thank you. I 100% would absolutely thank you. This podcast only grows by our listeners, our followers doing amazing things like giving us five-star reviews, downloading podcasts, subscribing, and then, of course, sharing it with other people. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Share it with one person. And, of course, drop us a five-star review, download the podcast, and, of course, subscribe. And now back to the show. So then what happens is you start to get a ripple effect off the back of this. So when 
when men sideline their health, family men, generally speaking, sideline their health, it doesn't just affect them, okay? Kids model their parents. If they see dad or mom neglecting their health, there's a good chance they'll adopt the similar habits. It's vital to lead by example. Behavior breeds behavior. I use this phrase a lot. Behavior breeds behavior. The same as success leaves clues. Just a different version of it. This is many guys will say to me on a call, you know, they might they'll be a parent. So that their parents are maybe still alive and older. They're in the middle and then they've got kids. And what they'll say to me is they've watched or they are watching their parents' health decline quickly. So they're in the middle. They've they and they'll say to me, Yeah, you know, my my dad, my mom, my whatever, really poor health. And I, you know, they've got awful habits. Now, they haven't looked after themselves. They've smoked, they've drank, they've taken no exercise. They don't, God, they eat all out all the time. And it's really hard to watch your parents decline in front of your eyes. I can say from personal experience, that is not a fun experience. It's not, it's not enjoyable in any way at all. And suddenly, so for these men that I speak to, they've suddenly realized that they are the, they they either allow these habits, basically they're either going to allow these habits to become their children's habits and they're in the middle and they can see exactly where it's going to end up or they draw a line in the sand and damn well do something about it. It, it. They're not just looking after themselves. If they have children, it's their absolute responsibility to stop this chain reaction of poor habits and neglect leading to poor health. Because the goal of parents, in my view, one of, the many, one of the many goals of parents is not to give their children the things that they didn't have. It's to teach them the things they didn't know. It's way more useful. It's like, oh, I, I didn't have a bike when I was a child. I'll make sure, you know, my kid has a bike when they're a child. Great, brilliant, wonderful, lovely. Okay, right. How about you teach them the stuff you didn't know? In other words, our job is to to a degree, make sure that the next generation leapfrog us. And when it comes to health and wellness, it's not exactly difficult because it isn't exactly difficult. So, yeah, I, I see this a lot where um, someone can see that their parents are declining, maybe declined all the way and, you know, passed away. And maybe the ending wasn't particularly nice. And the last 10, 15 years of their parents' life was damn right miserable. And then they're in the middle and they're either going to allow behavior to breed behavior and their kids are going to end up doing the same or they make a stand. They have to break the cycle. So how do we change this narrative? Well, like everything, it's never complicated. It starts with self-awareness. It just starts with understanding that this stuff is all happening and then maybe challenging the societal norms. It's okay to take time for yourself. It's okay to take time for yourself. No one's going to come along and blame you as long as the time that you're taking the thing that you're doing is a benefit to the household, maybe. Because if your health is declining, you, how are you going to be able to take care of your family, support your family, protect your family? In fact, I would say taking time for yourself is outright essential on many levels. You've got to put your own mask on first. You've got to put your own mask on first. Like they, they will say that to you in a plane. Um, you know, the air masks fall down and, they, you know, you, you, you need to put your own mask on first before you can take care of other people. Otherwise, you're both doomed. You and the person you were supposed to take care of. So 
you break this cycle by simply incorporating family into health activities as much as possible in any way possible. And that could be, you know, families, you know, you go for a walk together, maybe on a, on a weekend, maybe play a sport together. That's pretty easy. Maybe cook healthy meals together. That might be quite challenging, but, but why not try? Because moving and exercising together is showing your children how to do that while you get to do it at the same time. But I would say the healthy cooking is probably something that how many families cook together? I, I don't know, but I don't, I, I would dare to think it's not a lot, which is sad because it would be very easy to pass on extremely simple and easy, healthy cooking techniques that would solve most of the problems in terms of health and wellness. Get the family involved. Questionnaires that we get from clients through the check-ins. We often get little pieces of additional information where someone will share something with us. And we sometimes we share these, sometimes we don't, sometimes they're incredibly personal. Um, this was from Tony. I'm going to read this. He, he wrote in one of his check-ins, actually not that long ago. It said, I used to think I was doing the best for my family by working endlessly and skipping gym sessions so I could uh, provide and still be present at home for the kids. But after a health scare, and it was a serious health scare, um, I realized I might not be, might not be long, around long enough uh, to enjoy the life I was trying to build. Now I've integrated health into our family routine and it's never been better. This is a message for all of us. So Tony, and I'm not going to go into more detail about him personally, but he was working insanely, you know, insanely hard, difficult circumstances. His goal was to make sure he provided for his family. What he was doing was inherently starting to cut his own life short. And that's going to be awful for him if he went early, way more awful for his family because they love him. And there's only one Tony and they want him to be around. And I'm sure they'd far rather him be around rather than the time he was spending elsewhere trying to provide for them. Taking care for yourself is taking care for your family. It's your, as a parent, both genders, it's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to take care of yourself first, because you can never then therefore take care of your children or each other. Put your own mask on first so you can take care of family. It's as simple as that. And I think the underlying message here is don't then unknowingly allow your family to become the excuse. It's not fair on them, is it? I doubt very much they want to be unknowingly the excuse that you're allowing your health and wellness to decline with the quality of your life and the amount of time that you're about to be, you know, you're going to be here on this earth. Okay. So don't you, don't use them as an excuse or allow them to again to unknowingly sabotage you. Okay. Sit down, have a conversation with them. Tell them how you feel. <laughs> Express your emotions. You know, if you can start to see mid forties upwards that, you know, maybe you're starting to get out of breath a little bit. Maybe, you know, activities get more difficult. Playing with the kids get more difficult. Your sleep is disrupted. Your stress is high. You've got no food plan and, you know, structure in terms of that. And you're barely, you know, doing anything in terms of exercise. You're sedentary. You've got stress at work. And you can, you can see that maybe things are starting to decline. If you can see that they're declining, you, they already are. That's already started to happen. So you have to draw a line in the sand and go, okay, if I don't start taking care of myself first and prioritize myself, well, I ain't even going to be here to look after the kids and the family. So that's today's episode. And, you know, it's a bit of a sharp one. This might be something that a few people need to hear. I hope that it possibly is. I actually really hope that it isn't technically, but because of the amount of conversations I have where this is a middle part of the conversation, I know that this is a heck of a lot of people. So um, maybe it just takes some random person like me to sit here and tell you, 
it's okay to put your own mask on first. Maybe that helps a little bit. If you want a little bit more help in terms of, well, okay, where do I start? I don't have a lot of time. I have to be effective. I have to be efficient. What do I do? There's so much information out there on, online. Whenever I look on there, I'm completely overwhelmed. Well, we can help you cut through all of that noise. That is what we do. If you would like to know a little bit more about what we do and how we can help you specifically take care of yourself so you can take care of family, in the show notes, there'll be a link where you can go and have a look at more of what we do and obviously look at the, some of the transformations and feedback from our clients. And of course, if you wanted to really find out more, you can book a quick call with us and we can talk you through where we can see your current concerns and issues are, You know, the three major, four or five major areas that you need to work on, and then a very simple strategy about how to go after the low-hanging fruit to make sure that you can move forward. Alphas, I hope you've enjoyed the show. I'll be back for another episode talking into family and more things around that subject. Have an amazing day. I'll catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope that you feel motivated to start making changes in your life so you can see those results that you've been wanting to achieve. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends. If you'd like to connect with Andy, you can find him on Instagram at Andy underscore Nailer underscore Pure underscore Elite underscore Pro. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Talk to you again soon.